Hi, I'm Lowell. And I'm Aiden. And this is I Read the News Today. Oh boy. <laughs> we are not journalists. Pundits. Or farmers of any kind, but we do read the news. And we're here to talk about the shit that's going on. So Aiden, what are we talking about this week? Well, it's uh, it's here. It's hot off the presses. Um, we can't see it, but the Mueller report... Do we think that the Mueller report was actually printed out by anybody? Do you think that everyone's just doing it all digitally? That's a very good question. <laughs> it doesn't matter at all. That's a very good... I do want to puzzle over that before I go to bed. Um, so yes, I mean, the Mueller report was released this week to one man one one two men we know that at least oh, it's two, two. Have, okay, have read it's it two. yes we know that there are at least two people with access yes. to it um the question is uh are those two people who are in control of this information are they uh how how have they manipulated it in, yes, in their exactly. in their retelling of it um so uh we have uh, we've looked at a couple articles. Uh, one is uh, by Dylan Matthews from Vox uh, called Robert Mueller was never going to end Donald Trump's presidency. And uh, another one from Michael S. Schmidt and Char Charlie Savage from New York Times called Bar Goes Beyond Mueller and Clearing Trump on Obstruction, Drawing Scrutiny. Um, and of course, I, I think that both of us have probably looked at a lot of other information yes. uh on it but those those are kind of the center of our conversation this week yeah so um what what i think is most interesting about the whole muller investigation is how much weight was put on it mm -hmm. um i think that you know of course it was looked at as some magic silver bullet that was going to fix everything. Uh, and I think that what we wanted to talk about here was how utterly preposterous that is. Yeah, and I think um, the idea of fix everything is is a little bit complicated because mm -hmm. – and I think that's what the article by um, Dylan Matthews from Fox does a really good job of illustrating um, – there, there are kind of two different everythings that could be fixed. Um, and I think a lot of people are looking at Trump being president mm -hmm. as the one everything that needs to be fixed when that's really not the case. Um, and it's that's something that I have to keep reminding myself since the election. Um, like the the shock of that night for me wasn't so much this guy is going to be president. It was, wow, there are a lot of people in this country that I didn't realize were here. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly it. And I think Trump would say that there are a lot of people in this country that uh, are here illegally, and that's completely different. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of bigotry in this country that I think that a lot of people, especially in the East Coast, uh, in in certain pockets of society that we are are in, kind of forgot about. Yeah. Kind of thought had disappeared. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I think that absolutely it was relevant. It, it, it was 
revelatory of exactly how big our problems are. Yes. Uh, and so I think that th this article includes a tweet from, uh, from uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, saying he can stay, he can go, he can be impeached or voted out in 2020, but removing Trump will not remove the infrastructure of an entire party that embraced him, dark money that funded him, the online radicalization that drummed his army, or the racism he amplified and reanimated. Yeah. And I, I think that's exactly it. I think that we're, we've been spending so much time focusing on uh, a, a really small part of the issue, which yeah. is Donald Trump himself. And Donald Trump being president is just sadly, you know, the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Uh, it's the the public face on top of the surface that is showing itself as being just kind of awful to to our our future. Mm -hmm. um, and there is a lot of a lot of material underneath that is that is the real problem. And I think it's easy and very convenient to think that way, like to have just the figurehead. Yeah. Um, to be the one thing that you're focusing on, but it's it's also like from our perspective, it's very dangerous to think that way because it it's so easy to forget about what the real issue is. Um, like mm. even like let's say for example, Hillary Clinton had won the election, there would still be more than sixty million people who were extremely disappointed about that result. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and you know it's. There is a divide in our country, and it has to be addressed. Mm -hmm. uh, at the end of the day, it has to be looked at, and uh, we need to. We need. I, I I hate saying that there's a positive of Donald Trump being off in office because I, I personally don't believe it. Uh, but if there is one, it is the fact that we are talking about the issues yeah i think it's i mean i think it's just a comforting sort of thought um to, to think that there is a positive yeah and and i don't i personally because I've, I've had that exact same thought yeah yeah and i hear a lot of people say it uh and i don't know i don't know if i can say that it is a positive but it definitely is a silver lining mm -hmm. um and uh you know it, it's not a positive that we had to have the conversation but at the end of the day we did and we still do. We need to keep having these conversations. Um, but let's talk a bit more about what the report that uh, that we got from uh, from Barr uh, and uh, what exactly that says and what it doesn't say. Yeah. Help me here, please. What, what does it say? So um – Basically, I mean, the big sort of takeaway and the thing that uh, I think has been the biggest news is that the report that we got from Barr, from Attorney General William Barr, states that Robert Mueller did not find that the Trump, that Donald Trump or his campaign colluded with Russia to influence the election, but it did, and it is not charging him or anyone with obstruction of justice, but Mueller's report 
did not reach a conclusion on obstruction of justice. Yeah. Now, the the thing that immediately happened is Trump seized on this and gave a speech where he declared that he's been fully exonerated, which is blatantly not true. Yeah, Barr's statement quoted uh, Mueller as having said that it it does not exonerate him. Yes. uh, Of obstruction of justice charges. Yes. Uh, And another thing is in this... um, the Times article by uh, Michael Schmidt and Charlie Savage does a really good job of um, explaining the realities of proving obstruction of justice. The bar for proving that is extremely high. Yeah. Uh, so it's not terribly surprising. Yeah, that exactly. The report would indicate that. There's also the issue of there's a lot of speculation about what the report could actually say. Yeah. Um, there. The report could very well say could very well not be charging Trump with obstruction of justice because yeah. of the idea that the president of the United States cannot be charged with obstruction of justice, yes. being that he's the final arbiter of the laws of the country. Yeah, and uh, again, that's total speculation. And I, I know that there have been a lot of, especially conservative uh, thinkers who have put that forth mm-hmm. over over the past year or two mm-hmm. since this investigation has been going. There's also the matter of the Barr's, uh, William Barr's document is, is what, four pages mm-hmm. long? And we, uh, it's speculated that the Mueller report itself is somewhat, somewhat near 400 Yeah, pages. I've heard 400. Yeah. Uh, so we definitely are, are not seeing... Uh, the full picture, so that that is is why I, uh, a lot of Democrats have been uh, campaigning to get more or all of that that uh, that document mm-hmm. to be publicly released. Yeah, uh, and so this past week has has seen a lot of that. Yeah, is there any other information that we we need to have on this this guy? I think that's. I mean, that's the big topics of it. I mean, it's this is so. So early in the conversation about this, like I've been when people have asked me sort of my opinion on politics, one thing that I found as a useful kind of analogy is to put it in the context of what this will look like when the movie is made of it. (laughs) Um, And if there's a movie made specifically about the Mueller report, the release of it like this last week. Not even a week that there's been um, since the report was released could very well be handled in the credits, the opening yeah. credits. Yeah, it's it's especially surprising since really so much conversation, so much analysis has gone into this this report over the course of two years so much speculation on oh what does it say mm-hmm. oh uh we're going to find out that uh donald trump has been uh peeing on all kinds of prostitutes for years and years all and kinds of prostitutes. all kinds of prostitutes from russia to algeria to who knows where completely random country name uh but yeah uh, we didn't get that uh, mm. <laughs> at least not this week. <laughs> Who knows what? Uh, I doubt that that's in in the other four hundred pages. To be honest, uh, yeah. At the end of the day, it it kind of feels like this is the biggest 
anticlimax that could have possibly come out of it. Yeah. Um, and and to be honest, I had the feeling like that that was going to be the case for a while. Yeah, I'm not dis like I'm not disappointed. Um, yeah. It, it, like I. I think I I did put a lot of hopes on Robert Mueller. Yeah. But I'm sitting here days after we the report's been finalized and after we've gotten the summary from it. Yeah. And I'm not disappointed. Really? Yeah. Is it that you this is what you expected that would come out of it or is it that you think that it it is enough? Well, I think it's partially because it's early, but I think it's also because I think it's a let's take at face value that the report is true that um there was no collusion or obstruction of justice. That's a good thing for the country. Yeah. Um that that this level of espionage wasn't able to succeed is a very positive thing for our politics and for the infrastructure of our government. Sure. Um this is the result we should aim for. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. It, it 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 says a lot about what our country is is founded on, mm-hmm. and that we're not. It it does say that we're more secure than uh, than we may have have originally thought. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I think that frankly, there's enough enough evidence that Donald Trump and the people that he has worked with at this point that they are not always the best people no matter what uh based on uh what we found out about uh michael cohen what 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 has come out in in that now so one thing just to make sure um we're talking about complete accuracy yeah michael cohen the, the michael cohen investigation yeah is separate from Mueller. Oh, of course, exactly. Yeah, and and I, I I'm saying that outside of Mueller, Michael we, Michael Flynn, um, Richard Gates, um, Paul Manafort, yeah, George Papadopoulos, all of those are covered in the Mueller investigation. Was Roger Stone? As or? far as I know, yes. Okay, but and what I was the the point that I was more making is that we we know that. There have been very questionable methodologies mm. in the way that Donald Trump has run his business and his his life, based on the fact that based on uh, New York New York Times uh, journalism done about his his father's real estate empire and how that how Donald Trump and his siblings managed to kind of avoid. Uh, the estate taxes. Mm. Um, we we know that there there is legally questionable stuff going on within Trump's background. Uh, I think that you know that that uh, in in my mind is is not in question. Mm. Uh, but you know if if we didn't have if there wasn't we we also know that there was Russian meddling in the election. Mm. But if there was no collaborated effort. That's a good thing. Yeah, that's that's a positive at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you. Yeah, the the short version of the Mueller report, uh, as as in terms of the information we have now, is uh, 
Yeah, I mean, et, I think et is almost perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, there's this is there's going to be a lot more. Yeah, about this story, which I'm sure we'll cover. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's it's not a particularly surprising first um, three or four days of the Muddle Report. Excellent. Yeah. So um, now we're going to head into our next segment. Yes. Uh, we're now going to get bring you a, a a little bit of a lighter article, mm-hmm. um, something kind of funny in the news this this past week. And and I haven't seen this, right? Nope. Okay. So oh wait, I, I so I haven't seen this article, but I um I saw what you pulled up and i um i have heard about this okay yeah uh so uh this is an npr article i think i saw uh, a cracked article about this by lulu garcia navarro uh the title of it is need a can't miss wheel of cheese try playing it some hip-hop uh so this was a a study that uh was done in switzerland uh where they uh we're playing music to aging wheels of cheese. Mm-hmm. And they uh, wanted to find out which one would taste the best. Um, so they played uh, different music, including uh, Mozart's The Magic Flute, Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven, uh, and Jazz We've Got It uh, by uh, a tribe called Quest. And they they determined that the one played uh, the the one that was played the the hip hop music the the tribe called Quest music ended up tasting better. And the only thing that I don't really have on on this is exactly what they used to to measure that. I don't. Well, it says a panel of switch Swiss chefs. Oh. Politicians and, and artists sampled oh, the cheese. Okay. And so it was just like rated maybe one to ten or something. Yeah. And they just they just determined, oh yes. Yes, I like the hip hop one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh next time you're making cheese, I guess we're gonna Aging cheese. Aging cheese, of yeah. course. We're gonna have to play it some some nice hip hop music. Yeah. What would you recommend? Recommend in terms of hip hop? Yeah. Oh, yeah. um, what do you think a cheese would like? Well, I so, I mean, this is my own bias in terms of like uh-huh. what I like for hip hop music. But I, it's been a few months since I last listened to Kendrick Lamar, and I put a little bit on this week. And yeah. my God, is he good! Um, I, I definitely sound like a broken record because I've said this over and over again. But he's fantastic. Several times on this show. Um, any, I mean, I would love, I would love some King Kunta cheese. Yeah, I would, I would eat some of that. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, so we're now gonna move on to uh, to our little uh, break. Are we going segment. to Wikipedia? No, we're gonna we're gonna have a little break right in here, and then we'll we'll oh, okay. uh, we'll go go to our Wikipedia. Session. Oh, okay. Awesome. Thank you for listening to I read the news today. Oh boy, uh, we are really happy. Oh, Aiden's about to cough. Am I allowed to cough? Yeah, no cough. <clears throat> That was fun. Uh, so uh, we're really happy to have uh, have you listening. And uh, if you could please 
rate and review us on uh, iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to the sound of our voices, uh, that would be awesome. Uh, so our Twitter handle is at newsoboy. Our email is newsoboy at gmail.com. And uh, please send us any weird and funny news articles. If you have local news articles or if you saw something on the TV and you think it's hilarious, uh, please send it to us at, uh, at, again, at our Twitter handle, at newsoboy, and our email, newsoboy at gmail.com. Uh, and we'll uh, give you a shout-out on the show saying that you sent it to us. Uh, and so with that, uh, back to the show. So we're going to go back to another uh, strange and unusual article from uh, this week's uh, news. And this one I am not familiar with. This one uh, was found on Audi.com. It is an, an odd news website. Yeah, I was going to say I'm not familiar with Audi. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they, they collect odd news and uh, that's very useful for me. Uh, so the name of this article is Man Stands in Dallas Dog Park Covered in Peanut Butter. It was written by Emily Rock. I think I'm saying that wrong, but we can't all be perfect. How else would you pronounce that name? I have name? no idea. It's R-O-K-K-E. Rock. Rock is probably right. It could be Roke. It's not. Okay. Uh, so uh, basically this guy uh, did it because of a bet or because he lost at something uh he uh now you're scrolling right by the five signs that you're being cheated on yes so there is there is a a fun little ad here for the five signs i'm being cheated on uh number two is all the proof you need so why did they even bother with with the other four like other four yeah it's gonna be the other three no, no, if you're at number two, you've already read number one. Yeah, yeah but it, why even bother with number one? If, they already had it. Okay, so uh, I think that this is our first uh, example of, of what will be a recurring theme on this show of the Quibble Corner. It's not a theme, it's a segment. It, is, it might be a segment, but I think it's going to be a segment uh, and a theme. Uh, yes, number one and number three and number four and number five are all unnecessary if number two is all the proof you need. They already had number one. Yes. Okay. Uh, so uh, the, this guy came in last in his fantasy football league, and because of that, he had to spread peanut butter. Okay, that is what I was wondering is yeah. how how – basically I was wondering about the peanut butter coverage and how Yes, that's a good point. He – wore only a gold speedo and otherwise he had peanut butter covering everything from my understanding yes but so when i say coverage i want to know how thick a coat oh how thick i don't have that here but luckily the video is on the internet oh my god the comments on this are probably gold um yes oh it's all spam (laughs) is it oh yep uh yep that's that's spam that one's spam yep i'm looking i am making a real good money yep great 
Uh, yeah, no, all spam. Literally, yeah. okay. So all the spam. comments are not gold. <laughs> the 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 comments are not as gold as the uh, as the speedo that he was wearing. It would seem. Uh, but let's see. So I'm gonna look up the uh, the video now. Oh, oh. So it's not that thick. I mean, he's he's got a orange glow to he's him. He's got an orange glow. Oh wow, he he really is. He he seems rather golden, to be honest. He, he looks yeah, like it's a, camouflaging the speedo really well. Yeah, looks like a golden statue of sorts. And the dogs really are liking this uh, peanut butter man. So the article says it was his first year during fantasy football league. And he had no idea what he was doing. It also says <laughs> later he his he had I think the number one pick. It says, oh, or he, he so his top draft choice was Le'Veon Bell. Um, that might not be of any significance to you, but none. Le'Veon Bell is meaningless. One of to the me. best running backs in the league. He did not play a single game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, in the previous uh, NFL season, he said that his his strategy going to the dog park was to do it as fast as possible and hope that not many people would see me. A lot of the dog owners just wondered what I was doing. And then when I said I lost a bet, they all laughed. Uh, he he seems to have been in good spirits about it, but he also said that he might play uh, fantasy football again, but not with those same guys. <laughs> Which, uh, oh, also, I'm not, I don't think that I said it before, but uh, he had the option to pay the winning person $250 instead. But I don't know. If I weren't allergic to peanut butter and this wouldn't yeah, that kill would me. Seriously kill you. I mean it would mur this would be murder for me. Uh so I couldn't do it. But uh I would I'd rather do some random humiliating thing like this than than pay two hundred and fifty bucks. What about you? I I mean, this is all over the internet I, now. It just, your dignity is coming really cheap to you. Yeah, no, I mean, $250 is, is yeah. you know, I, you know I, I, can, I can buy things with that. I can't buy things with my dignity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, $250 is a small price to pay to not be covered in peanut butter in a park. Mm, I guess that's fair. But on the other hand... You know, it's nice to meet people. Are we are we going uh, are we going to Wikipedia? Oh, we should probably go to to our next segment. Okay. Would you like to introduce this this next segment, sir? Yes. Um, it doesn't have a name. Well, do you want to name it? I mean, this is the time. This is the place. You want to do a wiki? Yeah. Let's let's do a wiki. Okay. I'm sure we'll find a better name over the <laughs> over over, the, over time. <laughs> let's do a wiki. All right. Tell me about this nice little Wikipedia so page you found I, for us. Um, earlier in the week was I ended up on the Wikipedia page for list of tallest people ever. Um, and list of tallest people ever has basically two sections and it's confirmed and unconfirmed. <laughs> so in unconfirmed in like running away with first place is the giant of castle now. And I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that correctly. Castle now. Uh, I, I, I think that that's probably, uh, probably possible. My French is non-existent. Castle so. new. Could be. I doubt it. Um, um, I love how pretty much a, a lot of world records seem to have this this uh, this, asterisk. This, this asterisk for like the yeah. the legendary uh, yeah. 
I mean, oldest oldest person alive. Usually yeah, there's that masters. Chinese man who claimed to be 256. Yep. And but but there was also the fact that uh, the the woman who was confirmed that they, they've now cast doubt at, onto that. Yes, I mean who that's th- there's knows? speculation that she may not actually be the oldest person yeah. ever lived. But the giant of Castle now refers to three human bone fragments. Um, that were found in a Bronze Age burial site uh, that, given their size, could only um, belong to a person that would be approximately 11 and a half feet tall. Wow. That's insane. Uh, so this this would be a person that lived thousands of years ago, so that's why it's totally unconfirmed. And this is like Homo sapien, not, not any other form um, of human? I don't. No. Okay. It's oh, undeniably of, human. Undeniably human. Yeah. Interesting. How did you stumble upon this one? I was on the Wikipedia page for a list of tallest people ever. Ah, and how did you get to that one? There's a seven foot six um, college basketball player <laughs> for the University of Central Florida, um, and his Wikipedia page links directly to the list of tallest people ever. Nice. Okay. This. I, I'm glad we got that backstory. Yeah. Um, so basically these, these bones are enormous and they believe that it, it comes from just an enormous, an enormous human being from, uh, from the bronze age. So when was the bronze age? That, that feels like it should really have a link there. Yeah, it really does. Come on, Wikipedia. Give me a link. Link me up. Um, yeah, I'm so I'm not sure when they're saying this was. Eh. Can you do me a quick solid? Yeah. Um, you know where it says Bronze Age right there, right under Discovery? Bronze Age right under Discovery. Yeah. Yeah. Can you um kind of click um on the B and hold it down and drag all the way over to Age? <laughs> right, now I want you to do Control C. Okay. Okay. The, okay. Great. I got you. Yeah. Okay, so I would consider so this France was, to be solidly in Europe. Yeah, so so they have different time periods for different uh, parts of the world, and European Bronze Age was from three thousand two hundred BC to six hundred BC. So uh, that's a long period of time. Who knows who, um, when that when they mean? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, cool. That's a that's a fun little little uh, article there. It was found in 1890. Yeah, so I think that's another, I mean, that's probably another, like, even if we, even if we had a full sort of skeleton of this guy. Yeah. Um, or girl. Um, yeah. The fact that it's from 1890 um, makes it, it cast doubt on the idea that it would be a real thing. Yeah. Um, do, do we still... Does it say that we whether we need still have it around? It says I think they're in the University of yeah. Montpellier now. Yeah. So why? why no, they were sent to the Paris Academy for further okay. study. So why does that cast doubt if we if we still have them here? Well, we found we found full skeletons of um, giant human beings. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that really? were later revealed to be hoaxes. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Also, yeah, there was a. A big sideshow kind of element in the yeah. I think Keith Barnum 1800s. found the, the I want to say Cardio Giant, okay. something like that. Cardiff Cardiff Giant. giant. I, I I didn't want to go out out on a limb and say Cardiff, but 
It was one of the most famous hoaxes in American history. It was a 10-foot-tall reported petrified man. Uh, Discovered approximately a few months yeah. before our three bone fragments. Yeah. Um, Bullfit and unauthorized copy made by P.T. Barnum are still being displayed. Uh, yeah, so I guess I guess you're right. That does throw a little bit of a uh, question into things. Um, Man, we can we still see him? Oh, we got to make our way to Fort rest- Dodge, Iowa. <laughs> okay, a replica of the oh, oh a, replica a replica of the That's giant is displayed at the Fort Museum and Frontier Village in Fort Dodge, Iowa. Does this still exist anywhere? No. The owner of Mar- Marvin's Marvelous Mechanical Museum. Um, in Farmington Hills, Michigan, has said that his replica is Barnum's replica. Okay. Well, you know, uh, a fake replica, and who, who's to say this guy isn't, you know, also faking it? Can you look at the uh, Marvin have of him? Marvin of Marvel- Marvin's Marvelous Mechanical Museum, do not sue me for saying that it's possible that you uh, are, are lying, but, uh, you know, Can I don't you know if I believe you. look at the picture of the Cardiff Giant? This guy? No, the one uh, right oh, above that's that. A, that's a that's clearly. Oh goodness. Yeah. You, you, oh, why do you think I uh, asked you to pull that up? Because you wanted to point out the the penis. <laughs> Am I wrong? Is that what you? Is that not this why? This is a very graphic um, <laughs> photo for a Wikipedia page. Yeah. Uh, it's it's almost as if as if. He's in a pose where, like, while he was dying, he wanted to cover up his penis, but then didn't get there. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, don't look at my penis when and, I'm dead. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I might, I'll say this. Skinny boy. Yeah. 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 Visible ribs. Visible ribs. Yeah. But uh, on, on the other hand, that, that, you know, mummification does that. So I think that's what the uh, person who is faking this. You have a lot of practical to... experience in mummification. Not yet. Ah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it doesn't doesn't look real to me. I don't know why it looks. People it looks like it. the like the the statuiest statue. It looks like statue. a statuiest. It, it looks like it's made out of uh, cement. Yeah, to me. All right, so that's. Uh, some great Wikipedia That's articles. Our Wikipedia of the week. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll find a better name for that section, uh, yeah. or we won't. Fuck it. Um, so that means it's time to wrap up. Uh, if you have not done so yet, check us out on uh, follow us on Twitter at News oh Boy. Or go to that's news o h b o y. Or uh, email us at newsoboy at gmail dot com with any news articles that you found. Um, and uh, with that, we're going to give you one last headline: Man boards flight naked because clothes make him less aerodynamic. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All right, I've been Lowell, and I am Aiden. Have a good week. <laughs>